Welcome back, lads and ladettes, to episode 81. 82. Episode 80, or 82, <laughs> holy 82, fuck, time Mickey. flies. Time flies when you're having fun. <laughs> yeah. Wow. You're too excited. There's a lot going on in the world, a lot going on in Ontario right now. Big announcement was made today. It's Monday. What is today, McGee? Monday, the, the, the 7th. June seventh. Yeah. 7th, so yeah. big announcement today. The world is, the world is healing. You see in the states, there are fans back in the arenas. The yep. Canadian government announced that we'll have uh, the games will be allowed to be played in Canada for the American teams coming here in the, in the third round of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Fans Big. are starting to filter into the arenas. We saw the Habs Big. and the Leafs have fans in there. It's huge. Golf was allowed back a couple of weeks ago. That's big news as well. And then today they announced 10 people outdoors. Patios yes. opening, stores opening. Things are moving in the right direction. Case is the lowest they've been in a while. Vaccines are handing out left and right. Like People are just dishing these things out, getting needles in the arms like nobody's business. And... Uh, Dude, actually, before we get into any of this, I just thought about this. We didn't talk about this on the pod, I don't think. My vaccine story? Do we know? Do we talk? Have I told you what happened with my vaccine? No, I don't think so. I haven't heard anything. Okay, about okay, it. okay. So I wrote it in the notes for one of the shows and I, I forgot to bring it up. Okay, so I told you that I was going to get my vaccine, right? Yeah. We recorded that. That was the episode we recorded ahead of time. And we actually forgot that we had recorded for the previous week and not the week of. So we had to record episode 81 late because we thought we recorded already. But anyways, so basically I go to, <laughs> I go to get my vaccine. Everything's all set up, whatever. My work address is in Markham. So I'm allowed to get my vaccine. I work in Markham and I'm working landscaping. So like, it's all good. So I go there, get in line. I've registered everything. I go and get in line. So this is an adventure all in itself. I go through like three checkpoints, having to fill out the COVID sheet all the way through, get to the person. And the guy was like, I, I came right from work. So I'm wearing dirty socks, shoe, uh, shorts covered in like stone dust and soil. My shirt's all muddy and my face has dirt on it. And the guy's like, "What? where do you work? I said, Markham. He says, what do you do? I said, landscaping. He just looks me up and down and he goes, Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and he just hands me like the form to go through. Like, there's no question here. Yeah. Move on through. I'm in line. I'm waiting to go to the next checkpoint. And this is where the funniest thing happens or one of the funny things happens leading into this whole process. So I kind of had a feeling that there could be some kind of adventure going on here anyways, just like there's so many characters kind of going through this whole process and it's all new to everybody. Right. So I'm waiting in line to go through this next checkpoint and basically at this point they ask you if you've got a first shot yet so while i'm waiting in line this guy a couple people ahead of me goes up there and he starts like arguing with the lady telling them that he didn't get the first vaccine and they're like it says here in the records you got the vaccine you got the vaccine a couple weeks ago blah 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 like you got pfizer on this date at this location all this stuff and the guy's like nope <laughs> nope never got it never got it not me and they're like yeah. So then they're like, oh, did you get this piece of paper? He says, no. And then they say, well, it says it was emailed to you. And he goes, nope, nope, never got it, blah, blah, blah. And this is where it gets like hilarious with this guy because he, com he either he either just did a bad job of continuing his argument or he just entirely broke character. And I'm still not entirely sure which one happened, but they go in Ontario, they've deemed that the safest time to get your second dose of the vaccine is 12 weeks, weeks later. And you got your last one four weeks ago. And he goes, all he says is not in the U S. So this guy fully like acknowledged that four weeks was the safe time to get it in the U S and they're, we're getting the same shots that they're getting. And he's like, well, not in the U S 
And then they were just like, okay, Sarah, like you have to leave. <laughs> then yeah, like get, he gets, get out of here. Get yeah, so here. he gets kicked. So, so I was did like, he that get was his? Funny. Did yeah, he, he got the first one. Yeah, and he was just lying because he wanted the second one. He wanted to just oh be my fully God. vaccinated. I, yeah, yeah. I saw this. I saw this TikTok before you continue. I saw this TikTok briefly, and my brother showed me where it was like this guy's. He's like, oh, like have you uh, gotten? Uh, so you're you're looking for your second dose of Pfizer? He's like, no, no, no. I'm looking for my final my final one of of Moderna. I was like, what do you mean? Like you got you had Pfizer? He's like. He's actually about all five. Like, <laughs> like, like the power of all five vaccines on my side. Like this, guy, like this guy's invincible. AstraZeneca. Yeah, he's like the infinity stones of. He's got of a your, checklist uh, going. Yeah. <laughs> and then in the video, he like grabs the guy by the throat and like lifts him up. He's just like super strength. The power of all the five vaccines. <laughs> that's hilarious. But yeah, that's just basically what, like this guy is a mild version of that. He's just yeah, yeah. sneak through Collect the system. <laughs> yeah, and get his uh, get his second one. But I was like, that's pretty smart, honestly, to just complete denial that you ever, ever got your first one and then just go and get that yeah. second piece. But anyway, so that's like the first thing that kind of goes on here. I go and sit in the, or go down, get through this process, go down, sit in the chair right away. And the lady goes to give me, my uh my shot and uh i sit down and she kind of grabs my arm and i don't really know how to describe it i don't know if they do it to everybody or if you had this happen but like she grabs like on the bicep where or like the shoulder area where they go to do it and she like kind of squeezes with one hand and jabs the other with the needle yeah and i feel like a poke but like i was watching and i'm like okay i got my shot and she like pulls the needle back and looks confused and like she never like pushed the liquid through oh, and i was no. like i was like what the and uh, this lady's giving me a confused look and she pulls back and she just goes to jabs again i'm like what the hell's going on and, like i'm just getting my i'm getting two here two for one and uh <laughs> and she uh she pulls it back and gives me like the most like confused look and she goes, McGee, I swear on my life, this, this is exactly how this plays out. Like word for word, I can recount the entire incident because I was really confused. And I look at her and she looks really confused. And she's just like staring at my arm, looking at me, looking at my arm, looking at me. And she goes, I, I swear, this is exactly the words that were said. Is this your skin? And I was what? like, I, I literally was like, what? <laughs> sorry sorry sorry. she asked you if it was your skin yes she says is this your skin and i said i was like what (laughs) and she's like she repeats is this your skin and i was like because i was wearing a cutoff that day so i was like a little like red so i was like yeah "Yeah, like i'm a little burnt but like thinking like maybe this is where it's going and i'm like a little burnt but like and she goes no like i can't pierce your skin I have to get a different needle. <laughs> so I was like so hyped sitting in this chair. This like, lady oh my, is the toughest skin in the West. Yeah, I am I am Superman. Like I can't be punctured here. Yeah. The so needle just bends in half as it like yeah. it just folds as it I was like the only way. Arm. Yeah, I was like the only way this could have got better is if the needle broke. <laughs> like yeah. you try to poke it and the needle snaps on my arm. Yeah. But yeah, basically I was like, uh, yeah, this is like, this is my skin. I'm a little burnt. And then she's like, no, like I can't puncture your skin. So she had to go get a new needle, came back and apologize like so many times. And I was like, 
what are you apologizing for? Like, yeah. I'm <laughs> and, so sorry for asking you if this was actually your skin or not. <laughs> yeah. She just kept saying like, I'm so sorry. Like I haven't had this happen before. Like I couldn't puncture it. Like, I don't know what happened, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you're just pumping it up more and more here. And I just sound like more of a nail as this goes on. And the more you talk right now, because the this hasn't happened to anybody and I can get the needle through my skin. So yeah. Yeah, everybody is my... like so. Like, everybody in line is so like turning their head over to like check, check <laughs> on what's going on. Like a round of applause starts like breaking yeah. out. Yeah, like I just couldn't. I I got the vaccine. I did end up getting the vaccine. Yeah. But uh, yeah, eventually, so, eventually, third <laughs> third try, I got it. But yeah, <laughs> oh so God. I might have got a little more than the recommended dose because maybe she did get in on the first ones and a little bit more squeezed yeah. through. You never know. Maybe I'm going to be like super share some with the uh, first guy. Yeah. Yeah. I'll go find him. Share. But yeah. So that was my vaccine story. I actually never told that on here, but that's an incredible story. Yeah. That's what I was saying. I was like, I, the, like the thing is like, I, I, I would love to like sit here and like make up a story like that. But I like, I promise you, like, I'm not making any of it up. Like, this is like exactly how it played out. Like I was, I was in shock. Like those were the words that came out of her mouth. Like, is this your skin? And I came home and like told my parents, I'm like, I like you gave birth to Superman. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what else to That's tell insane. Yeah. I feel like what, like, I feel like there's should have been ways to like, like if she asked, is this your skin? You should have like made a face or like had your eyes roll back in your head or like a little, <laughs> yeah. li- li- little lizard tongue or some shit. Like yeah. just completely <laughs> freak the shit out of her. Oh, that's yeah. so funny. <laughs> They're on to me and then like run out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. So that was my vaccine story, but yeah, it was a pretty good one. I, I forgot that I hadn't told it on here. So yeah. I'm yeah, man. It's honestly, well, thank you for sharing that. Cause that's, that yeah. was amazing. Yeah. I'm surprised yeah. you didn't bring it up earlier. I'm glad I heard it now though. Um, yeah it had wow. to go on the record yeah iron man yeah you, basically mcgee you're doing the podcast with iron man but like don't yeah that's, that's nuts <laughs> yeah that's nuts <laughs> so anyways episode 82 <laughs> i want to get into our player battle here you hyped it up for the competitors yeah this was a this good one. one and i teased in the last one that i found a list of some of the world's weirdest or most bizarre competitions and i think this one is good because of the type or the like nationalities of the guys that we have in this one and where this one originated so it originated in an icelandic country i'm pretty sure that's what like finland is an icelandic country oh, right? Sc- scandinavian scandinavian scandinavian. Scan- scandinavian sorry scandinavian country and uh this competition is the wife carrying competition so where it's from it's actually called Yukon Kanto. The women are to be carried by anyone or the women to be carried can be anyone, but they need to be at least 18 years old and weigh a minimum of 108 pounds. If the weight of the woman is less than 108 pounds, then the officials will balance it by adding a rucksack with additional weights. Female participants won't be piggybacking on their partner's shoulders. Rather, they are carried upside down with a helmet for their protection. So like firemen's carry over the shoulder. I see. The carrier wears a belt and runs along a track with obstacles such as water and logs. And then there's mud and stuff. If you go and look at wife carrying competition on Google, they, it's literally like tough mutter, but you run with your wife over your shoulder. So that's wild. For, yeah. It's, it's a pretty interesting competition. No. Why 108 pounds though? That's such an odd weight. Well, it's even, I don't know. You gotta I don't think, know. Yeah. You, you got to think that like, I, and would you, would you feel better if you were under and I feel like, would women, as a woman, you think women, well, not as a woman, but would women be happier or lower or happier with a higher weight or lower weight in that? Like, what is it an insult to be lighter yeah, in that situation or is it an insult to be heavier? 
I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's just like the average weight of the woman at the time that the competition was, it was created. So they had to create like some kind of balance or like a minimum scale. I don't really know, honestly, that's a good question, but you know, okay. So I read that the, the origin for this competition was that there was a, a tale. I don't know. It was like a folk tale, whatever that this guy, this is like way, way, way back then. So like, don't like, don't get all the cancel crowd on us here for this. But like, this is like the folk tale of how this competition originated is that this guy would like run into villages at night and like steal people's wives and like run away with them through the forest and then marry them. (laughs) Yeah. This is like how the competition started. It was like this old folk tale of of folklore. Yeah. So that's how this competition started. But episode 82, our competitors, let's get into it. Our first competitor, he was drafted in the first round, 19th overall by the Pittsburgh Penguins in the 1992 NHL entry draft. He played 15 seasons for the Pittsburgh Penguins, Ottawa Senators, New York Islanders, Florida Panthers, Los Angeles Kings, and the New York Rangers. In 954 games played, he totaled 257 goals, 460 assists for 717 points, an Olympic gold and bronze medalist, a world championship gold medalist, a world junior bronze medalist, a Czech Extraliga champion, and a member of the Czech Hockey Hall of Fame. When asked about his retirement, he said, and quote, I will have a beer and cigarette. It was a really nice 25 years in hockey, end quote. A five foot nine, 174 pound center from Pulsen, Czech Republic, Martin Straka. And I know we said we'd be doing the middle names and nicknames. Could not find a single one for this guy. Not a middle name, not a nickname, nothing. So, like, he's a, he's a formal dude. Just Martin. Yeah. Just Martin. Yeah. And then this next guy couldn't find one for either. But here we go, our second competitor. He was drafted in the first round, third overall by the Minnesota Wild in the 2000 NHL entry draft. He played 20 seasons in the NHL for the Minnesota Wild, New York Rangers, Columbus Blue Jackets, Los Angeles Kings, and the Ottawa Senators. In 1,035 NHL games played, he put together 407 goals, 408 assists for 815 points. A world U18 bronze medalist, a world junior bronze medalist, a Slovakian extra Liga champion, and a Stanley Cup champion. A six foot one, 201 pound winger from Trenson, Slovakia, Marian Gabrik. Yeah, so Marian Gabrik only wore eight, number 82 for one season, it said, and I think it was his first season in the NHL he wore it. But Marion Gabrick is just a legend, Stanley Cup champion. So I wanted to give him the recognition here. And I think he fits in the competition. Slovak, Czech, they work in this one. So Yeah, I feel like the Eastern Europeans just have a lot of weird sports going on over there. That they that a, lot of, a lot of tradition and history, like you mentioned, yeah. with the wife carrying. The one thing I'll add about the wife carrying competition, it just reminds me of, you know, Holes? It was Shia LaBeouf and, and yeah, the movie, yeah, the movie, yeah, 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 yeah the movie Holes. And remember, like Hector Zeroni's mom, Madame Zeroni. Yeah, yeah, and he, he's gonna carry her up the mountain. Yeah, he's gonna carry her up the mountain. So I just think of that when I when I see this. So I, like I don't know, that. man. And that's kind of like the nice folky tale to how yeah. it all started in the rich in history, rich in history. I think that uh, without for, I'm just gonna cut right to the chase. Martin Straka's got this, man. I think the guy's just a traditional, traditional kind of guy. I traditional like white carrier <laughs> yeah he just just a simple he's just a simple dude easy to please he's just an easy easy going guy who just wants his beer and a cigarette and then to huck his wife up a hill like 
I, I'm I on the he's same page as you. He's a meat and potatoes kind of guy. And the one thing about Martin Straka that I didn't know, what a what a hockey player at 5'9", 174, 717 points. Yeah. That's, that's a pretty good career, man. In that is a pretty good career. Games, yeah. Better than and my he's in the Czech Hockey Hall of Fame. Like, wow. <laughs> there you have it. He's got he's got this. He's got this. Yeah. Don't let the five nine one seventy four fool you. I think that he's a lot strong. He's a he's a he's a big what five nine one seventy four. Well, dude, I think it helps in this competition. I think he's got a lower, strong base. So for carrying someone over your shoulder, he's going to be built down low and like yeah. climbing over logs and stuff. I think he's got that got that advantage over Gabrick here. So I'm on the same page as you. I think Martin Straka takes this one for sure. The wife carrying competition, just a nice low base. And like you said, he's probably running wife over the shoulder, dart in the hand. He's carrying his wife, just blowing darts and drinking a beer in the other hand, running up the mountain, <laughs> yeah. jumping over logs and stuff. I think he beats Marion Gabrick for sure. I will say though, Marion Gabrick, hell of an athlete as well. Like, I mean, this guy in NHL 06, 97 overall potential. I would always pick that guy up for my <laughs> team. Yeah. It's a smart pickup for sure. Good career for him too, though. 20 seasons in the NHL. Yeah, both these guys are just definitely like did better than I thought they did stats wise. So I mean that's pretty cool to see. But no question, Straka takes this one. Yeah. So you're not at home right now. You're down at your brother's house. You've been staying no. there for a little bit. <clears throat> yeah, I've been here for two weeks now. I well, I came back. I came down on Tuesday last week, okay. uh, and then took a little hiatus um, last weekend. Wanted to go up to the cottage to do some work. Well, I'll get to that later, but. I've been here for a couple of weeks and, and kind of have had the opportunity to get out and about and, and kind of go for little walks here and there. Right. Try to go shopping every now and then for supplies and stuff. But it's so crazy to me, like the, the just so many eclectic people and so many odd characters out there around the streets. Like I'm just walking around, taking it all in. I'm from Markham, Ontario. I mean, it's a pretty, pretty boring place. Not a lot goes down. Like you're, you're familiar with it. Like it's, yeah. It is what it is. It's just suburbia, right? So yeah. coming down here, it's kind of nice to, to look around, to take, take in the sights and sounds and and then look at all these people. Like I went for a walk to Canada Computers today to pick up some uh, some like equipment. I got a new keyboard and a mouse, a gaming mouse. And I'm just looking around. We walked through Chinatown and we saw all these like different, different like odd people that were wearing like different outfits and stuff and like weird, like just, and it got me thinking like every one of these people, and I talked to my brother about this too, like every one of these people like made a conscious decision of like how they'd prevent pre- uh, how they uh, would present themselves like outside. They chose what they would wear, like the kind of person they'd want to be. And like, yeah, it's kind of wild to think about what we, we would value and like see in somebody that we would associate with. It's completely different than like whatever Joe Schmo on the street corner who is wearing this and, and decided like, who, I don't know, just, it's, I just got me thinking about everybody has their own individual life and like, yeah, is, is going about their business. And I'm here as just a spectator on the side of their own looking at them from a completely different lens wild wild stuff Zach I know it is really it is really interesting and like I think I would look at this one maybe okay so here here's like kind of a perspective that I have is like or not perspective but just like a thought on that that I have is like I know how you're looking at it and you're really like individually looking at the people and like the lives they live when when they are not on the street or when you're seeing them in this current moment that you see them at but like I think about I went to that Raptors parade there was like, there was apparently over 2 million people there. Think about just all the cast of characters that were in and out of there and the people that you were like, I was like shoulder to shoulder with that I'll just never see again in my life. 
and like where they came from, how they got there, why they decided to be there, what they do for their regular jobs, what they took off that day to be at the Raptors parade. And you just think about like, there was 2 million different types of people in that crowd that day from all different places around the world of all different everything and just all gathered in one kind of place and it's just like just another way to look at like how interesting and unique everyone is yeah you know what i love is those those pictures that you see online is like because like for all you know you could have seen the same somebody at the parade you could have run into like a dozen times now and would have never known you you could be in the same place like consistently and not know it and the thing that i love on like online and stuff are those pictures it's like oh like my my wife I uh, was actually in this family picture of mine in the background like 20 years ago. Like walking by or something. Yeah, yeah. Like the odds of that are just like so mangled. Yeah. And like for all I know, like my future wife could be like or could have been whatever. You yeah, saw one, her one, today. One my yeah, yeah. I started wearing a garbage bag on the street corner. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like <laughs> who knows, man? You know it was crazy. I saw this one dude, like we were we were walking back and it's McLaren, like this nice ass McLaren drives by. And I'm like, okay. oh, like that's a nice car, right? And it pulls up, and my like my brother, like we keep walking, and then we like walk by this like drug deal, like this drug deal going on in the middle of the <laughs> With road. With the McLaren. Yeah, and the McLaren's parked out front. We're like, that's not a coincidence. There's no way that's <laughs> yeah. a coincidence. Because it's in front of one store shop, and this guy is like, he's got like a group of guys around him, and he's talking about, oh, I got some fresh stuff, like it's not just completely fresh, like here's a couple ounces or whatever, and like talking about just ounces and like like measurements and and all this, talking about how how great his product is surrounded by like a, a crowd and i'm like okay like there's no one that's just not a coincidence that this mclaren here is like two like this is somebody you probably wouldn't want to fuck with like pretty successful guy like in the drug game if he's got a mclaren either yeah. that or he's just in a ridiculous amount of debt <laughs> yeah, wild yeah. so like, i was like holy fuck like i don't know man so it's it's possible you can you can be su- successful in, in in that industry if you if you really put your mind to it but like the thing is is that is that reward really worth the risk <laughs> is drug dealing <laughs> is drug dealing worth being able to drive a mclaren <laughs> yeah uh, and this i don't know i Some think it's always so yes. funny because like if you ever watch um well actually like an, a good example of it is like breaking bad because doesn't he he starts making like a lot of money from it yeah he can just like never start buying nice things because his brother is the dea agent and it would just like create red flags. Obviously, that's like a very like surface level one where it's like his brother-in-law is a DEA agent. So like you would obviously yeah. get caught from that. It'd be very suspicious. But you just think like you're just some absolute nobody with no like with a job at McDonald's and all of a sudden- Yeah, don't even just, have a social security number. <laughs> like you're just- Yeah, and all of a sudden you buy like a multi-million dollar mansion and a Range Rover, like a brand new Range Rover. It's like, okay, uh, warning flags here. Like Yeah, yeah. Like, let's say I, like, okay, obviously I'm not, and nor will I ever be one, it's mom and dad, if you're listening, but, like, if you're, if I was to become a drug dealer, like, and, and I started becoming really successful at my craft, and I just showed up to my own house with, like, a G-Wagon and, like, <laughs> yeah. a, a Versace bag or whatever, like, whatever the hell, like, and just designer clothes, Gucci everything from, the head, yeah. from head to toe, like, what would, like, you tell your parents, there's no yeah, way you like, oh, I run a successful e-commerce platform. But then they'd be like, oh, I'm curious. Show me what you do. Let me check you it couldn't. out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you couldn't. There's no way around it. Like, yeah, I don't know. I feel like in order to, to be like to do that, you'd that's where the money it. laundering comes in. McGee. Yeah, this is where you got to yeah. open your own car wash. 
I guess so. <laughs> filter money through there. Get your wife to work for the car wash, filter money in and out, and bing, bang, boom, you've got yourself a successful front. <laughs> yeah. That's what uh, wild stuff. There was like a bur- uh, burger place. Um, shoot, I'm forgetting what it's called right now. It's in Toronto, just off the 404. Um, man, near, near Fairview Mall, I would think, on that street that Fairview Mall is on. And it's like a net, it's a really good burgers or whatever, but you can strictly pay cash. And it's all oh. like, it's all like these italian or greek guys in the back like running this operation it's like strictly cash like nothing is on computers (laughs) they have everything on like handwritten notes and it's like okay maybe maybe they just like the nostalgia of like the old style but like guys like it's 2021 here like we we you you gotta think maybe we're moving towards like credit card or something (laughs) maybe it's a little bit yeah Yeah, i don't know no just strictly cash so i thought that okay. was pretty funny and it's like you go in there and it's like okay maybe you you've walked into places that are fronts for something before and you just had you just have no idea or you're suspicious and they actually are yeah like, dude i had a i had a similar moment of realization where i was at my uh i got my haircut at the same place not not with this one up here but like yeah. for the, my whole life i've gotten my haircut uh at the same place yeah these two italian guys paul and joe great great guys I have a little shop in this like intersection or this uh, plaza near my house where I've always gone. Um, not so much recently, but like still great guys. And I go back every now and then when I'm home from school. And the other day, or not the other day, but like last time I went there, I was with my dad. We both needed a cut. So we go in there and we're sitting there waiting for, for a cut. And this big, and they're two old Italian men. Uh, and this one guy walks in like a big, big Italian dude walks in with a full on like mechanic, like head to toe, like one of those like, I don't know what they're called. Uh, like a one piece, like zip up. Okay, yeah, thing. like a jumpsuit, like yeah, like a work, jumpsuit, kind work, of thing. like a jumpsuit, working jumpsuit, like a mechanics jumpsuit. A mechanics jumpsuit. Let's go with that. And this guy yeah. walks in, kind of looks around, and just hands him an envelope, and then just like walks out. And they kind of like have to discuss. They kind of have like, little whispers back and forth. And the guy just hands him an envelope, and they leave. And I leave. I have been walking home with my dad after the cut. I'm like, Dad, like, you think like. <laughs> Paul and Joe are, are like involved in the mafia. Like, do you think they could put, he's like, yeah, maybe like, you never know. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, it's like, it's, if they're going to do it, like it's a pretty good opera, like pretty good setup. Like you're just a local barber shop, whatever. Yeah. And you have, you're just, you like, I don't know. You're the whole Italian mob uh, demographic in Unionville, Ontario is, is like taken care of. Like that, you would yeah. never know. Like, I feel like that it would be something like that. So I don't know. I'm not trying to maybe, I'm not trying to like expose them. And again, if you're listening to this and you drive McLaren and you're a drug dealer in Toronto, like don't come for my throat here. Like I'm not trying to, yeah, not, not trying to put anybody on a blast. Snitches get stitches, Zach. <laughs> yeah, it is kind of funny though because I feel like um, I feel like you see this stuff and you never really think like it would happen here or like in Ontario or like to that scale and, and stuff. Like, yeah. like you you just never like imagine it getting to that point. But like I know even working in construction, like there was a place we worked at a couple years ago. It was like a condo building. And like the owner of the condo building lived in the penthouse at the top. And apparently he owns the company who he owns the company of that owns all the condo buildings. And he also owns like the company who built the condo buildings. And then it's like 
there's rumors that it's like mafia tied so like all of his mafia buddies own like the concrete company that poured all the concrete for the building and the yeah. the plumbing guys who put, put all the plumbing in and all this stuff and it's like it's kind of funny to just hear about it and be like oh true like we're just working right at the mafia building <laughs> like, yeah yeah here we are yeah some of that stuff is just kind of funny to like think about or like be like oh yeah that's actually real like that stuff goes down like even do you remember uh last year i think it was that on major mac like in markham there was like a huge underground gambling yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) that reminds me yeah for like it was like 4.8 million dollars of cash were inside there it was nuts like weapons and stuff I know, man. It's so crazy to think about. I, there was one like thing, not not at that underground casino, but I had an experience like, which I thought was maybe underground gambling or something going on, something CD activity. I was like, I was like eleven at night, and I was at my buddy's house, and like, like I, I had a couple of drinks in me, and I decided to like go home. Yeah, I wanted to make like I'm a lone wolf. I like I made a pit stop at this like local karaoke spot because I'm like fuck it. I think it was with Hudson actually. Maybe both of us were going like let's stop here, grab a few more drinks, and see what's what. It's like the only place open at the time. Maybe it was later than 11. It's probably probably closer to 2 a.m. I don't know. Well, like we, <laughs> we get to the, <laughs> yeah, whatever. It was a while ago. So we get to the door and it was open. Like it said open on the sign. And there's this little karaoke spot in like the Warden and Seven Plaza where the, uh, there's, you probably, you know the one. McDonald's in there and whatnot. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> we, we like knock on the door because it was locked too. We tried to open the door. It was like locked. Said open, we're confused. So we give it a knock, and this one guy like walks up this flight of stairs because in the front door you'd walk, have to walk in and go downstairs to like I guess get into the venue. I don't know how it worked, but this guy walks up the stairs and like looks at us, just takes a little gander and like looks us up and down, just shakes his head no, and walks back downstairs. And it said open on the side, like on the door. It said open on the door. Like Hudson and I just look at each other, like did that just happen? Like what's <laughs> yeah. going on? Like. If you think, which is karaoke, man, like let us in. Yeah, so we're here no to way. sing. Yeah, yeah, we're here to sing. That's it. But yeah, so it got us thinking, like maybe it's a little like, covered for something. I don't know. Underground gambling ring. Who knows? Who knows? Well, maybe with uh, everything reopening, we'll get a you'll get a karaoke bar reopen, and you can you can head back on in there and see if uh, yeah, see if you can make to... your way downstairs and check it out. Have you yeah. been in that place before? no never that's probably okay. part of the reason why i wanted to go just to check right. it out yeah see what it was like it yeah with everything opening friday we're starting to open back up we're heading in the right direction i know uh patios are opening so i i'm sure patios are going to be absolutely buzzing this this coming weekend yeah excited to Do you think you'll need a reservation or just like first come first serve what do you no think? i think it'll be reservations i think it'll be a combination i think like certain places will need <laughs> reservations and other places you can just walk up you know, what's actually yeah. funny is last year, I remember we would like try to call places and get reservations and they'd say no. And we would like get, and they'd be like, we're not taking reservations. And we'd get there and like try to walk in. And they'd be like, oh, like people like reserved. Or they'd be like, do you have a reservation? And we're like, what? Pardon? Yeah. <laughs> like, did we just like, talk uh, to the wrong person? Like what is going on here? Now? Yeah. It's weird. Maybe they were just kind of like friends and family. You know what I mean? Like people who yeah. knew the owners. Uh, God, like a table. Let us in. Yeah. yeah. That's probably what it is. It's got to be. Hopefully yeah. we have better luck this year. I was I like, obviously, like you said, patios are opening up Friday. And like that got me thinking. Obviously, the, when you want to go back to uh, <clears throat> to the patios and have your first rip of the season, you got to be in pretty good company. It's a, it's a tough yeah. decision to figure out who you want to go with. Uh, 
like what the game plan is. You're going to pre beforehand, go back afterwards to, to whoever's house for the AP. Cause it's 10 people outside. You can do that now. Yeah. I want to know Zach, if you could bring three people with you to a patio for your first rip of the season, past or present, who would you bring? Man, that's a tough question. I haven't thought about, I've never, I don't think I've ever answered one of these questions of like, Oh, if you could have dinner with anybody past or present, who would it be? Or like, if you could do this, who would it be? I don't think I've ever answered any question like this. So I don't really have any answer off the top of my head. I feel like mine would probably lean towards some people in like hockey of some kind, you know, actually who I'd probably be pretty interested in sitting down with just strictly because I love the movie is Billy Bean, not Brad Pitt playing Billy Bean, but like actual Billy Bean and just like hear him talk about like that whole season and changing the game of baseball forever and everything. Like, I feel like that would be pretty interesting, even though I'm not like the biggest baseball guy, but I feel like that would be pretty interesting. I know there's a hundred percent better people out there, but I'm just like thinking off the top of my head right now, that would be a pretty cool. And especially because I love the movie so much. Um, maybe like, I don't know if I can narrow it down to three. I'm just going to throw a bunch of guys at you that I, or people at you that I think would be pretty interesting in general to sit down and speak with. Uh, Herb Brooks, I think would be pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. That again, like how we made that whole team, how we made that whole thing happen. Um, maybe just Wayne Gretzky, just like sit down and have one. a chat with Wayne about being the greatest hockey player to ever play the game his journey through Brantford, what it was like growing up with Walt. What's just it like some scoring like, almost 400 points in a season and minor hockey? Yeah, <laughs> like just here, he, if, if you sat down with him unrecorded, unfiltered, had some beers with Wayne, like here's some stories about those Oilers days, with parties with the Cups, what they got up to, what went down with him going to LA and the trade. Like uh, there's obviously stories out there. There's documentaries about the whole thing, but like really what did Wayne think and what happened? Like, why did Wayne end up going? I think that stuff would be pretty interesting. I don't know. I can't really narrow it down to three. I, I Maybe as we continue on here, I'll think of like three confirmed, but those are like off the top of my head. I think it would be pretty cool ones to sit down with. Yeah, those would be good ones. Um, shit, I don't know, man. I, I'm not thinking like I wasn't. So that's a good thought process, obviously, of what you could learn and hearing some great stories and stuff. I was more thinking a, a short term thing of like, who would I have the best night with? Oh, like, who, okay, who would okay. like who would like be the best time? So off the top okay. of my head, I had I had two names. I don't know why I thought of these guys right away, but one was Brooks Kepka. I think he'd be <laughs> a, a, a good lad yeah, yeah. Uh, to go to the patio with. Then another guy on my list. Uh, this dude, Miles Teller, he just seems like yeah. a fu- he's like some actor. He seems like a good guy. Yeah, he uh, just got a couple Aaron points on vacation. Yeah, man, that dude. He just seems like <laughs> yeah. a good dude. He's a good actor. I, like he was in Project X. Uh, he did a little cameo there. He's the guy in Whiplash. Yeah, he's he's got been in some good movies. Probably knows a fuck ton of famous people. And just a young dude looks like he has like stuff a good time. You know um, who would actually be good if you go down that route? I can think of two football players off the top of my head. The one is that uh, Taylor Lewin. Do you know who that is on the Tennessee Titans? He's got like yeah. the long hair tattooed everywhere, mustache. Like he's just a big lineman and he just chugs beers at the Nashville Predators game. I think yeah. he'd be pretty funny. Um, and the other one is uh, Blake Bortles. I think Blake Bortles is pretty funny. Have you ever seen, they do this like home tour with him. You can go on YouTube and search up Blake Bortles, like home tour. And the girl that's like touring through is like, 
what's the first thing you do when you get up the, in the morning? And he just like looks at her and he's like, I don't know, take a piss. <laughs> and then like, <laughs> and then she's like, what would you do if you weren't playing football? And he's like, work construction, rip cigs with the boys. <laughs> like he just, just like seems so like normal. And he's just like an NFL player. So I, I thought that yeah, was pretty that's funny. a lead. That's a, that's a, yeah. That sounds like a good, good guy to just grab some pints with. Another one that I, that crossed my mind <clears throat> was, uh, Oh my god! Holy fuck! I forget. I've been just forgetting things left, right, and center, man. <laughs> Recently, it's been horrible. It's been horrible. It'll come back to me. But those are some good names on the list. Yeah, those are some good names th- on the list so far. I'm trying to think of like some other guys that would be pretty. Oh, funny. dude! So I was thinking of uh, the Wonton Don. Oh yeah, from Barstool. Yeah, yeah. That guy just travels the world and drinks all over the place, and like his termies, his terminal beers. He just gets pinned and yeah, travels like in a pro football league in China. Yeah, yeah, he's just an interesting yeah. guy. He probably tell you some good stories too, and he's funny as fuck. <laughs> the Kistitsin brothers. Oh my god! If you want to like wake up with the your kidney in an ice bucket, like yeah, <laughs> if you want to have a hangover night. Yeah, you'd want to you'd wake up in an ice bath with your or- internal organs gone, and the Kistitsins just staring over at you with like their fucking mob friends behind them. I feel <laughs> yeah. like that would just be a dangerous thing. Or they'd like spike your own drink. Like they'd spike, they'd be in your group and spike your drink to make sure that you like had a better time. But what they thought like, was a better like time. Like Zach Galifianakis. Yeah, 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 exactly. Oh, I just thought yeah. about one that would actually probably be pretty fun to party with based on like his previous history. And if he just could tell some stories, Tiger Woods. Yeah. Oh, oh, another one on that. John Daly. John oh Daly God, would yeah. probably be pretty fun. Imagine getting to go and play a round of golf and just drink beers with John Daly. Yeah. I feel like that would be a pretty good time. I think it's if oh, if I had to throw it back in the past, I'd, I'd probably pick up Frank Sinatra for my uh, for my patio group. I think that guy would just be a, a, a magnet. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. He just walks he just in, lets the walks in, just all suave in his like silk suits or whatever. He comes in like looking like a million bucks. Yeah. Yeah, that is a pretty good pick. I think we got like some good. If you let us know though, who would be in your patio squad right off the bat? Yeah, hit us up. Who's your we'll, like we'll put, top three? Yeah, we need some good. We we'll get some good answers, and then maybe that'll change our mind. We can discuss it next week on uh, next week's pod. But I yeah. feel like there's going to be some good answers in from the listeners who, who and it'd be just people we wouldn't have never thought of. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I think there's going to be some good ones. But yeah, those are some good ones from us as well. I, we couldn't narrow it down to the top three, but I think those are some good people. Imagine we just got to go out with all those people combined and have just like a yeah. big oh. night. Yeah. <laughs> just a bachelor, a bachelor party or something. Yeah, just a huge bachelor party with all those boys involved. That would be interesting. <laughs> Latapalooza. Yeah, I was just going to say Latapalooza. That's funny. Yeah, okay. So you talked about a little bit earlier about how you were up at the cottage doing work. And I know yes. there's something that you wanted to get into here because you sent me a video of it. So I'll just yeah. let you take the floor here. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> I don't, this might be a B better. This is going to be a B better. I don't know why we've been on such a environmental, uh, <laughs> Environmental action wave. We were talking about the old growth in BC. Yeah, for now some cutting God, down the God, trees. God, yeah, yeah, they're cutting down the trees. And now we're getting into another environmental issue. This would be better. 
whoever the fucker is that brought in these gypsy moth caterpillars as this invasive species to southern Ontario, fuck you. Because they're <laughs> everywhere, man. They're everywhere. These caterpillars are taking over, eating all the trees by my cottage. Yeah. Uh, and they're like, honestly, I swear to God, I kid you not. I'm not exaggerating when I say that there are millions millions yeah. upon millions of these things man and i i went up to my cottage all weekend like you couldn't walk more than a step without walking through one of their webs or like they're just you see them dangling from the sky and they'd be like crawling along the railings of my deck like a goddamn highway along the i'm gonna East put the cross. video in here that you yeah you, you, you might have to do it they're everywhere and then at night when we first got up to the cottage it sounded like it was pouring rain it sounded like it was pouring rain and my dad's like, oh, do you hear that? We're like, yeah, what the fuck? It's not raining. He's like, yeah, that's all of the, the caterpillars chomping on the leaves. And all of them were no eating way. in harmony. Yes, all of them were eating in harmony. So it sounded like, like it was raining. And that's how bad it is, man. People are like getting their, like, their land sprayed with chemicals to get rid of these things, but they are everywhere. So be better to whoever that motherfucker was that brought these little gypsy moth caterpillars over. They're horrible. Yes. Yeah, so, okay. So I, I love it. I fully support that be better because it is pretty terrible. And that video you sent me was disgusting. Honestly, like yeah, I'm not like yeah. really grossed out by the bugs or anything, but it's like that, if it's just crawling everywhere like this in this video, it's pretty nasty, but it was kind of funny. Like, I think it was last week. My mom was talking about how there's an outbreak of these things and like they're on people's trees and getting in everywhere. And you got to like get rid of them with all uh, like burlap and stuff. You wrap around the bottom yeah. of the tree apparently and they fall in. But the but, worst part is that they have no natural predators because they're not from here, and birds won't eat right. because they're hairy. And right. like, I don't know, I don't know if anybody anything eats them. So you just gotta. So go, now like, they're just them. chilling. Yeah, <laughs> I was walking around with the vat. My dad filled a like a shop vac with like two inches of water. We've been right. vacuuming up thousands, trying to like suck them in there and drown them. I yeah, love that. Do. That's such a yeah. smart idea. <laughs> Your dad's just walking around though, like vacuuming the trees. That's hilarious. Yeah, but you do, you do like well, it was the rail, mostly the railings and stuff, and like right, the side the of deck. the cottage. Yeah, but then like when you do a full lap of the cottage, you get back, and it was like there's they had more. just replenished. They'd called in reinforcements, and there's just more of them. It was crazy. You cut off one head and two grow back. Seriously, man. Seriously, you hate to see that. Okay, I do have a question for you because it's something that I guess maybe it's going to be less of a concern now as things start to reopen. But I mean, what is the etiquette for curbside pickup? So on this past weekend, I ordered food. And we did, I did curbside pickup. So like when I pull up to get the food, we like, you punch into the thing that you're here and tell them what car you're in. And then they come out to bring it to you. But I was caught in this awkward stage of like, do I get out of the car and like take it from them? I like put on my mask. Right. And I had put the window down in the car because I was just waiting and letting the air flow through. But then I was like, do I get out of the car and grab it from them? Do I sit here? Cause I kind of feel like an asshole if I just sit here and like, don't do anything. And they hand it to me through the window. Is it rude yeah. of me to like, not go up to them and grab it? Like, what do you think? Cause I'll be honest. I sat there and they handed it through the window. That's exactly I think what that's, I did. I would have done, I would have done the same thing, man. There have been times where like I was supposed to, like when I bought something like earlier this year, it was curbside pickup and I got the notification being like, Oh, your shit's ready to be picked up. So I'm yeah. like, oh, great. But I didn't scroll down the email far enough to see that it was like, stay in your car. We'll bring it out to you. <laughs> so I just, I just like got out of my car parked and I walked right up to the front door and like just waited outside there. They're like, Hey, order number. I'm like, yeah, here it is. And then they just like walked out, handed it to me and I walked back to my car. So I've done that. Like some places have like, like, like foot lines, like lines of just people standing outside yeah. where you can like pick it up. Some people do the drop off through the car. 
So like, honestly, like, I think if you're staying in the car and committing to that, and that's the, what the, the process was, I would stay in my car and do the exact same thing you did. Yeah. Uh, but I kind of like getting out and just standing in line. Like, I, like I'm in my car. I feel like it's, it's just a good change of uh, scenery. It's just a good. Yeah. I just didn't know because, yeah, I just didn't know because I felt like kind of like an ass just like sitting in the car being like, oh, bring it to me. Bring the thing I ordered to me. But again, like you don't know, like the people might be a little more like sensitive with, hey, like don't get out, man. Don't, you might. Yeah, stay there. Riddled with COVID. Like, who knows? Yeah, that's fair. Like I did, I was wearing the mask and stuff and the person who brought it was wearing a mask. But like. Even a drive through, I think it's like respectful to to wear your mask as you go through. Like. I, like not in your car, obviously. We, as we talked about that early on, don't be like a, a lone, lone. Uh, just driving ass. around like, on yeah, the street. Yeah, but if you're like interacting with anybody with the window down, I think it's just like a respect thing. Even if you don't think Fair. like you need one, even if they don't think you need one, just like I don't know. That's what I do, anyways. Yeah, not saying enough. I'm right, not saying I'm wrong. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Like it's, it's yeah. I do like how at like drive-thrus now they hand you that tray out the window where you like yeah. pull the things out of rather than like that, that awkward good. hand interaction where you're like grabbing yeah, your yeah, you're hand. Like, you're like yeah, bumping you're hands like and like you don't know fingers. where to grab. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're like trying to grab the cup, but like you don't want to grab the top or the bottom and then they're holding the middle and it, it like, just oh, gets oh. all weird. It's like they it's just hand like the tray and like everything's somebody. like yeah, it's like when you walk by somebody and you're like, oh, fuck, which are you going left? Yeah. You going right? <laughs> yeah, that weird dance. It's kind of like that. It's like they have you here, you try to grab somewhere, then they adjust. And it's like, oh. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, do you have it? Do you have it? And it's like, oh, no, not, not yet. And you got to grab it. And they're like, okay, like, I got it. I got it. And yeah. Not letting go. And it's just. The other thing that actually, because of this, they made it a lot easier is the machines on the stick. Because in all honesty, that should have just been a thing, anyways. Like, yeah. think about you're sitting in your car at the drive thru and you're like, unbuckling and like reaching over to try and oh tap or like put your card in the machine and like your foot slips off the brake for a second you're, oh you're gonna just drive away okay yeah, so like, w- <laughs> one time i was in one of the trucks at work and uh this is like my first year there and i was like definitely smaller than i am now and i was like leaning over to try and pay and uh i was in park but as i like leans to grab it because i had to do like a big lean like out the window I pushed my foot on the gas accidentally, like my leg slipped and it was like, oh, vroom, yeah. like everyone was like <laughs> looking at me and I'm like, oh, sorry, like, sorry, sorry. Just trying to show per- off. Yeah. And the person like at the counter was like, oh, are you okay? Like, is everything okay? I was like, yeah, like that was an accident. I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> like just revving the truck in the drive-thru. <laughs> sorry, guys. That's it's so like funny. my bad. But yeah, it was a good, it's a good thing that they brought in. I hope they just keep that stick because it just makes life easier regardless. The it trays does. and the, the reach stick, was, good inventions the, that were necessary. It was, yeah, some of, yeah, that's like a good thing. Maybe next next episode we should like go go do more research into inventions that have like come from COVID that just should have been there all along. Yeah. So I feel Zoom. like if we think long and hard about it, like, yeah, Zoom, yeah. But the thing is, man, like Zoom really, like it could have been anything. Who decided? Like who decided that the world would use Zoom? Yeah, no, I know what you mean. You know, and, and like Skype, like, dude, Skype, Skype dropped the, the ball. <laughs> oh my god, they had like a twenty-year head start. Yeah, and just couldn't do it, man. Dude, they were Skype the blew a three-one lead. Three yeah, one. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Skype blew a three-one lead. It's horrible. It's horrible. And then Zoom, good for them. Like, and even just like in terms of, like, just investing and stuff, like being able to predict kind of what would like be used more what companies would 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 like succeed yeah because of like obviously people would be purchasing online more like whatever let's say a cardboard company for example yeah, might have been yeah. more successful now than ever before and it's like 
I feel like some people were smart enough to like kind of identify what people would need, what people would use, what would be more successful now because of the pandemic than, than not. So kudos to those people. Yeah. But like, yeah, man. Yeah. Co- it's, of, it's, it's changed a lot. It's changed a yeah. lot. And, and hopefully, like you said, for, for, for the, I don't know, the remainder of, of our yeah, lives. For better, for good. Yeah. 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 But McGee, this is a good episode. I think we talked about a lot of different stuff, covered some interesting issues going on in the world. Caterpillar problems. Oh my um, God. Horrible. Curbside pickup etiquette, who you'd go to a patio with, which we'll put out on Instagram and get people to, to join in on that drug dealers driving mclarens got <laughs> into our wife carrying competition and talked about how i'm literally superman and needles can't puncture my skin Dude, so that story still blows my mind oh, i'm gonna <laughs> get on i'm gonna i'm gonna hop on my video game fucking thing after this and then tell my uh my brother and cousin what's going on with the, with your weird skin <laughs> i swear to god i swear skin. to god it's a it's a true story like i i it's the question that makes like, it though. It's like, is this yeah, actually is this your like, what else would it be? What the hell? Like, you think I'm just playing a prank on you? It we got hidden be... cameras here and here. Yeah. Uh, got you. Got There's you. a camera. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like it would have still yeah. been it would have still been a good story if like she couldn't puncture and was like, oh, like I just need to get a new needle. But the fact that she like looked at me and was like, is this your skin? It just takes it to a whole new level of just yeah. unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> which yeah. I think it just hurts my case. Cause I feel like people are gonna be like, that didn't happen. Come on. <laughs> but like, I swear it did. I swear it happened. <laughs> what was she like? What was going through her head to ask that question? <laughs> yeah. Well, I was just she also okay. Thinking, like, like, has she <laughs> encountered other people who like d- don't have their own skin? Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't well, know. I was wondering man. if she thought I was like wearing a sleeve or something like over like a skin colored sleeve. And I was like, I don't, I couldn't imagine. Like, I'm just thinking, like, yeah. Maybe she thought I was like pranking her and had like a prosthetic arm or something. It was like, haha, like, yeah, it's, it's actually yeah. you got to put it in this one. Like, there's nothing <laughs> there. Arm. Like, yeah, yeah, but I don't, I don't That's, know. But she, your sleeves rolled up, she can see the skin. And I'm assuming I was wearing a t shirt, man. Hair, hair on your arms, like, yeah, it's the greatest prosthetic. This was realistic prosthetic of all time, <laughs> yeah. It was a it was a deep fake. That's what it was. It was a deep fake. <laughs> deep fakes are a topic for a whole other episode. I, yeah. I think the next episode will be deep fakes and and COVID related inventions. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, good shit, man. Yeah, good app. I love how you're like. Yeah, I think it's a good app. Might be. <laughs> it might be. Never know. I don't know. Yeah. Well, sorry for getting this one out late to you guys. Uh, McGee and I had a busy weekend, just couldn't catch up on time, but still this episode will be out on Monday, June 7th. So we're staying consistent on them being out on the Mondays just a little later than usual, but hey, that's the way she goes sometimes. We still got to bring that content to you guys and we're going to keep up with it. So this is a good at McGee, episode 82, and I'm looking forward to 83. There's got to be some other weird guys who wore number 83. Yeah, the, like, like we always say, the higher we get, the just the stranger the uh, the players get, stranger the competitions get. So I'm looking forward to it, man. We've got a lot of exciting things coming, um, and I'm looking forward to uh, to kind of keep this going with you, uh, keep it going for the fans. A lot of interesting topics, a lot of interesting guests uh, potentially coming up. Yeah, excited, man. So catch all of this next week, same time, same place, same launch chairs. Cheers, lads and ladettes. Cheers. Cheers.